and welcome to episode 307 of Good Luck High Five. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And you're listening to a podcast that's for people who play the game Magic the Gathering. Whether you're hanging out at home, playing on Arena, or with your best buddy, uh, you're heading out to your local game store for some F&Ms, or do you know what? Heck, you're even hitting up a GP. Wow, for all those people. That's right. We're here for you. Even if you're all those people rolled yes. into one wow. giant you human can, being do you know what? the you size of three You can be a person who's all those things. That's true. We have an extra special guest host this yes, week as we well. Yes, we do. Who is it? Let's introduce none other than Pro Tour historian Brian David Marshall. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm actually mythic championship historian. <laughs> <laughs> Or You're old right. man yells at Cloud Gen. Either one. I'm not <laughs> okay. sure which one it's oh, going to okay. be. Okay, okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. We, we can talk more about, you know, the joke you made there about your title coming up later in the show. Because there's been some big news hitting That's the magic right. world. Hold it for the news section. Save it for the news, buddy. Buddy. Yeah, because uh, if you, I mean, you know, if you're not totally ensconced, wrapped up in a little saran wrap bubble of ma- of the magic world, perhaps you don't know what happened this past week. I think you you misused ensconced. Well, yeah, ensconced, like you're inside it, right? You've been ensconced. What do you think it means? You've said that word so many times that now I feel like I don't know anymore. (laughs) BDM, can you uh, be the judge here? I I feel like I'm seeing some kind of little like wall um, thing that has a light in it. Maybe a tea light. That's a sconce. Exactly. And I'm in the sconce. Yes. Where where do you think ensconced comes from? You just called your audience tea lights. (laughs) I think that's cute. Yeah, it's actually kind of cute. It's kind of cute. Yeah, I mean, if you're not in the bubble, perhaps you did not hear what happened this past uh, week, but um, a lot of people have. As some huge news hit the magic world as far as how organized play is going to move forward in the future, how the Pro Tour is going to change, RIP that name, and everything in the future. And a lot of it has to do with arena. What, Megan? Ensconce. <laughs> Establish or settle in a comfortable, safe place. Yeah. Synonyms. Settle. Installed. Established. Park, shut. You could be plant, established lodged, inside a bubble. Position. <laughs> ensconce the, ensconce the wreckage? I think. <laughs> Great point. Great point. Okay, anyway, sorry. Moving on. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, is what I'm telling you. On the yes. show today, uh, of course, we're going to talk a very deep dive on all the news because it was a lot of news and we want to go through everything that we know with you out there in listener land. So um, yeah. we're going to do a lot of that. And also the reason that we've got BDM here as our special guest is the world magic cup is coming up this weekend. It sure is. Wow. We're even recording this yes. from Barcelona. Live from Barcelona, Spain. Come That's our right. voices to you. You know, if you're like, what is, why do their voices sound weird? It's because if you're in the U.S., they had to travel through an ocean. That's true. To get to They you. went a long way. They went through the ocean. And if you've always listened to us from this side of the globe, you're like, why do they sound different? It's because this is our unoceaned voices. <laughs> Javier Dominguez is like, these guys sound great today. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> That's how all an audio quality without, works. Without any of their usual... <laughs> and a fish swimming through my headphones every so often. Plop. Grink. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the World Magic Cup. It's coming up this weekend. It's been, I think, I'm I'm going to go ahead on a limb and say it's one of our favorite tournaments. It's my favorite. 
whatever yes. tournament that Magic ever did. BDM raised his hand. Okay, so we're all in agreement. So we're going to talk about more about that. And we've been loving Singleton on Arena. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how to get you involved with Singleton if you are like, oh, that's kind of a scary format. I don't know what to build. I don't know what's good. Don't worry. We're here to help. And we have a mission to get BDM to play Singleton tonight on Arena because he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. So that's that's our secret mission for this for this episode. But before we do any of that, we have some people to thank. First, the thanks that we're giving are <laughs> are to you. Yay, good job, you. That sentence a thousand percent makes sense. Yes. Um, if you are a patron of the show, whether you're chipping in as little as a buck a month, uh, or anything, anything really that yeah, you're it doesn't matter. Our just, way, just thank you. Throw a quarter so at our many face times over. Um, we so appreciate it. We say it every time, but it's only because it's so true. Is that you keep this show happening? It literally would not happen if there were not patrons of the show. We could not make it happen. Every episode, I just want to thank our patrons. Like they feel like close personal friends to me because they're the people who really believe in our mission and what we're yes. doing, and they help us continue to do the show. So if you're one of those people, thank you so much. And if you're not, uh, we would highly encourage you yes. to consider it because it means a lot to us. And if this show means anything to you, then perhaps uh, you can become part of our patron family. Consider believing in us more. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's our pitch to That's you. That's <laughs> great. Big thanks, too, to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. You can head over there uh, to buy any of your singles, any boxes that you might want to buy, any magic paraphernalia. Yeah. They've got it all, and they're super nice people to work with. Excellent customer service, fast shipping, and you can ask for a good luck high five sticker in your order, and they'll put one yes, in there. you will get a sticker. What more do you sticker. want? Yeah excellent company and yeah. we couldn't be prouder to have them as one of our sponsors cardkingdom.com slash glhf obviously the biggest piece of news yeah is the future of magic as an esport? Yeah, esports is now a word we're associating with magic, which in the yes. past I guess guess was not an official thing. Yeah, it was only it was sort of like, oh, we've met. <laughs> <laughs> magic and esports, but it's not official. Were, were, they were acquainted. Yeah, they knew of each other. It's enough of an esport now that somebody on the internet was able to well actually push their glasses up and tell us how to spell esports. Wait, I don't know if you saw with that with or tweet. without the hyphen. I don't know. They they presented all the different options and told us which ones are right. Which one, I don't really care. Yeah. However you spell esport, I don't care. Yeah. As long as uh, actually the only what way. What if you spelled it with like multiple e's? Like esports. E e sure. I was thinking of an e at the end of sport as well. Like eSport. Ooh, that's very uh, British. So E-S-P-O-R-T-E <laughs> again. Like ye olde yes, sporty? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ye, yeah. ye olde eSports. What about eSports? Ye it's like, oh, what it, maybe that's what the paper magic it. events could be because they're yes. old-fashioned now, right? They're not fancy like arena. They're like paper events. It'd be eSports. Yes. I love it. Perfect. Sign it up. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> All right. Well, it is an eSport. Whether you're spelling eSport with a space, a hyphen, or just E-S-P-O-R-T. smiley face in the middle <laughs> e smiley whatever face. it is sport magic is apparently now one of those and an esports division has been created at wizards of the coast yes. to oversee the future of magic as an esport uh stemming from i would assume the success of arena yes and uh what do we know 
Now, there was a big statement that was released. They announced this on the Game Awards, which is a huge stream that was basically a commercial for a bunch of games. <laughs> um, one of them being Magic. And um, what do we know? What do we know? What are the what bullet do we points? Know? $10 million. That's the That's big the headline, big I think, right? Yeah. Like $10 million, uh, more money given out at the tabletop events. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Six additional events. I think they said it's like... 10 events giving out $10 million or something like that. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So, so there's still going to be some tabletop magic. So what, what we think of as a pro tour. Yes. Has now been pulled up into the series of events called Mythic Championships. I so we're just there. changing the name. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just basically taking the name pro tour, you know. No one uses that, right? Pulling it up, throwing it over our shoulder and getting rid of it. Yes. Not happy about it personally. It had the problem of what does pro stand for? Sure. It stands for pretty real old people playing magic. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Sick bird. Yeah, that was a sick bird. Uh, But yeah. And so those events are still going to be there. But then there's also going to be these arena events they talked about some huge invitational kicking this off at PAX East, yes, which is what in March. So yeah. we're going to find yeah. out a lot about that pretty soon and who's playing. But then they also announced that you know we've talked a lot. You know, there's been a lot of discussion in the Magic community about getting pros a sustainable um, stream of income, right? Not being just rely relying on some finish after some finish and getting yeah. to gold and so like 32 players. Um, are being offered contracts to be professional magic players and to stream, be part of this magic pro league for wizards of the coast. Yeah. And, you know, still, still some details about how that's going to be presented and what that all means. But, and those 32 players, the one thing we do know is that they were invited to all of these mythic events. I think we know that, right? Is that, that's kind of what it said. Yeah. Yes. So, well, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and if it sounds like there's dollar... a lot of question marks, it's because there's yes. a lot of question marks. Stuff. Yeah, there we sure don't are. we don't know stuff like how you qualify for these Mythic Championships, a.k.a. Pro Tours. We don't yeah. necessarily know what's going to happen with GPs, like if they're doing yeah. stuff with the new Magic Pro League with the 32 players, are we still going to watch GPs on the weekend or are we going to watch these these players play yeah. instead, stream against each other? We don't know like how what distribution we're going to have of these kinds of events or how often or how many or yeah. who the 32 are even. What's been really funny is this last couple of days, like all the different pro players trying to like, like, I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like Battlestar Galactica and Cylons. Like everyone's <laughs> trying to figure out who's, who who's the, the Cylon, Cylon is. Who are the Cylons <laughs> we amongst know who us. You, are. you know, like you'll see someone tweet something about arena and then you'll see someone go like sponsored question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got your number. Uh-huh. We've got your number, people who are really excited about this. Yep. We know who you are. But yeah, huge news. Yeah. And uh, more on that in the show later. Uh, item number two, there was a couple of Grand Prix this past weekend. Just really quickly, there's Grand Prix Portland, which was modern, and Grand Prix Liverpool, yeah. which was team modern. Um, okay. Looking at GP Portland. Yes. Um, well, we're going to play the game with oh, yeah. BDM. Great. Where okay. it's... It's called uh, Name the Top 8 Deck Lists. Yeah, you can try and hit any of them. Yeah. And it'll give you a point. Oh. Name a deck list that you think might be in the top 8. Okay. Uh, Phoenix. 
Wow, you got wow, it right first away. first try. That's too big. Right, I'm going to yeah. guess a name, too, for that. Richard Tan. You? How did you know? Because a friend of mine tweeted, texted me that Richard oh, made the okay. topic. He's cheated. a Brooklyn player. Oh, He's okay. a New York player. Oh, I cheated. Cheat. You okay, cheated. besides, is it Phoenix? Uh, I'm going to say Tron. Nope. No. Okay. I'm going to say Affinity? No. No. Wow. Dredge? No. Nope. Really? Let's really? see. That's why we're playing this game. Yeah, I played I this game with really Megan tough. earlier. Uh, <laughs> I did not get very many correct. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Blue-white control. Nope. No. <laughs> Grixis control. No. Nope. Oh, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, You're going to have to dig a little bit deeper here. Humans. No. No. Bant spirits. No. no. What? I know. Like I said, I really lost to this game. It's hard a bizarre earlier. list. Okay, we'll go through the rest of them just because they're very odd. Uh, well, not this one, but Grixis Death's Shadow. That's oh, Shadow. Sure, it's sure. Been I a, said Death Shadow. It's, it's been a, a while, resurgence. though. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Um, like we said, two copies of Is It Phoenix? Nice. People were wondering, you know, are those Phoenixes going to crack into modern? And the answer is yes. It's the real those deal. deck lists play four copies of Thought Scour? Because the deck lists the week before weren't playing four copies of Thought Scour. And this one plays three. Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is you that your know? favorite card or it's something? It's actually one of my favorite cards, but I mean, it's just such a perfect card for this deck. It mills, you get to mill two cards and yeah. draw a card. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's a, you know, cantrip that just putting cards in your graveyard. You know, it's kind of like Charter Course, but costs one mana and it's an instant. Here, we'll go over this. Uh, four Arclight Phoenix. Three Crackling Drake. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Um, this one has a Jace Friends Prodigy. This is Richard Tan's list. Um, four Thing in the Ice. Okay. Four Faithless Looting. Four Serum Visions. Three Sleight of Hand. A Fiery Temper. Three Gut Shot. Two Lightning Axe. Four Lightning Bolt. Four Manamorphose. Two Opt. Three Thought Scour. Plus lands. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, from standard to the modern big leagues goes, is it Phoenix? Well, it's yeah. kind of funny. You, you don't, I feel like we're, we're seeing less and less of Phoenix in standard. Like it's we're seeing true. those decks go just more heavily lean on the Drakes. Yeah, it's true. And, and move away from the Phoenix and the Phoenix is, I mean, even though you're still seeing Drakes and that is really the focal point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of big the time. Decks. Um, then we have Storm. Yes! Storm, <laughs> welcome back. Very, you know, that's been a long time since we've seen that. Uh, doing that well. Black, green, mid-range. Of course. <laughs> of course. What? Um, this one, which they've called blue, black, control, but which is all, really kind of a fairies list. This fairies oh, got bitter blossom. Yeah. Four, yeah, four bitter blossom and three spell stutter sprite. Was this Shoda? Uh, no, this is Yuta Takahashi. Oh, Yuta Takahashi, okay. Yeah. I saw someone someone tweeted about this, but I think they said Shoda, but they must yeah. have meant Yuda. Yeah. Um, another Phoenix, Abzan Evolution. This deck can go straight to heck. The Abzan Evolution is <laughs> you this. You heard me. Is this the uh, basically you're just playing what's it called? What do you mean? You know, you know the enchantment. No evolution. Uh, no our, evolutionary leap. Evolution. This is using Eldritch Evolution. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Evolutionary Leap's a sweet card though in Elves and Modern. Um, oh, Eldritch okay. Evolution is the one where it's one green green. Oh, that's uh, right. It's like a creature. pod. Yeah, sorcery. exactly. Type thing. It also has four copies of something called Postmortem Lunge. What is that? Uh, wow. Okay, BDM's going to look at Do you know him. this card? He's I, I, digging I back in his brain. Card, oh, I've never heard the, of this card in my life. We just saw this card in a... 
Wait, isn't it bring the card back from the graveyard briefly? I, I wish that was the rules text. <laughs> bring it back. From, bring that card back from the graveyard briefly. I don't think it stays in play, is what I'm no. saying. Okay. Uh, postmortem lunge. What a name. X and a Phyrexian black mana. Uh, return target creature card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste. Exile it at the yeah. beginning of the next sentence. That was okay. right. That yeah. was pretty yeah. close. Yeah. You were, you were I just prefer your correct. rules text, oh, actually. Yeah. I mean, I would like to be the rules manager. Great. Plus, it has it has two shalai. Oh. Um, plus, the devoted druid and uh, vizier of remedies combo plus walking ballista. Yeah, the postmortem lunge is because you can bring back either piece from yeah. that infinite mana combo. Sure. Uh, and you don't really care if it sticks around yeah. past that turn, and then you just you are just able go to go off. off. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Elves made it. Elves. I love elves. Yay. Uh, I'm very. What's happy that to list see look here. like? This is a green black list. Okay. That has uh, has copies of elves of deep shadow. That's one you don't always see. Three elvish clan caller. Um, four shaman of the pack, and interestingly, two beast whisperer. Yes, Beast yeah. Whisperer. All right, draw some cards, draw buddy. A bunch of cards. I just opened some Beast Whisperers on Arena. I'm excited. Nice. That's from the current set. Yeah. Uh, two green, green for a two three, and when a when you cast a creature, you get to draw a card. Is Beast Whisperer an elf? It. I it believe must it be. Is. It must be. There's no way it's in the stick. It is. It's, it's an not. elf druid. Oh, okay. So there you go. Wow. And then I assume collected company, so you can hit four the collected shaman company the and, and four lead the stampede. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So that's that. That's Portland. Wow. Portland getting spicy there with some uh, non-traditional top eight decks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was Grixis Shadow that won the no whole thing. No way. Blast from the past. That deck, you know, dominated when it first came out and then it fell off the radar pretty quickly. To the point where people were talking about, you know, like, oh, do you have to ban Death right? Shadow, right? Yeah, like, yeah I remember like, oh, that. This card's too good. It's like, well, you could just play Path to Exile. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> um, as always, the true villain of that deck was Thoughtseize. <laughs> <laughs> and Liliana. Mm, Thoughtseize. Okay, yeah, Thoughtseize is the worst part. I've hated Thoughtseize since the day it was printed. Well, then why do you oh. like Thought Scour? Thought Scour and Thoughtseize are so different. It's not the same thing. Do you know what I don't just like. Does? I just don't. I don't hate like Thought Nibbler. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's not just all cards with What's Thought the word in the name. Thought in it. Okay. Thought okay. Scour draws but cards. But I'm just still saying you still are ripping something out of my hand, and that's just. No, rude. no, no, not no. Thought that's, scour. that's not Thought Scour. Oh, which one am, what am I, what you're am I thinking of? Inquisition of Kozilek. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thought Scour is just blue, instant. Uh, mill, mill two cards. Oh no! And draw you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of the uh, the one in a what the heck is it called? It's blue black, and then you surveil. Oh, thought erasure. Yeah, thought erasure. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Wow. I hate that card too. Okay, great. Same. I just want consistency. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, GP Liverpool also happened, which was team modern. So a lot of. Some way more modern happened in this do past I have to weekend. Name all those decks yeah. too? Yes, yes, you must oh, no. name all of them. Please do. <laughs> all of the decks. All right, all the same guesses. And, the de- <laughs> you just remember and the by the way, for people keeping track at home, this does not count for my prediction of KCI being in the top eight of every uh, modern tournament. Although it does but not there was no, well. There was no KCI in Portland. No. 
But I, I made a bet with myself and I guess Megan who bet against me that every top eight of modern next year, 2019 would have a copy of KCI and then it would have win at least two of those events, okay. but it wasn't there. It was absent. So this Maria is still 2018. Maria KCI to the point where she is blinded <laughs> to its relative <laughs> ability to win a modern it's tournament. It's so strong. I mean, it does, so it does require uh, something really essential to win and that's Matt Nass. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. In, why do you think uh, is it Phoenix is doing so well in modern? I, I think it's maybe a deck people aren't prepared for. Um, I it's mean, so cards resilient. Like, yeah, cards like that have just always you know done well. Vengevine was was a card for a while, and you know we've seen the um, what's what's the blue black zombie that came back? Yes, yes, yes. I can't remember its name now. I've, I've you know. Non-standard thought cards. Thought erasure. Yeah, thought erasure. That's what happened to me. <laughs> Prized amalgam. <laughs> Prized amalgam. There you go. Um, you know, those 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 things are really powerful, but this lets you do those things while playing with these cards that let you rip through your deck, that you have this velocity of getting not only to ability to get those cards into your graveyard, but to also, while you're doing that, those things serve the second purpose of bringing them back. You know, if like you're casting Opt and Thought Scour and metamorphose right you've drawn three cards you're just not even down a card yeah you know and if you're you know if you're finding any way to just mill past those or put those things into your graveyard um you're just getting these 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 free threats that are very resilient Love and nobody's it. playing shock in modern the same way they are in, in standard, standard. Like, which is how come i stopped losing are. to our play phoenix in standard like who cares you're right. like yeah kill it yeah whatever yeah, and you, you know you're you're, you're you yeah, better you're just, lava coil this, my friend. Yeah, or path it. Or path it. <laughs> That's how I do. That's how I do. Megan, have we bought you enough um, time? So the here's an interesting thing is that the top four teams in Liverpool, three of them were from Spain, <laughs> and then the winning team was from Mexico. <laughs> wow. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Who's on the team from Mexico? Um, let me. Let me get this for you. I'm going to really assume quickly. it's a team, the Mexican team heading towards the World Magic Cup. That's what I thought. That uh, would make it sense. Say for sure. This would be a great place to pra practice for the World Magic Cup, even though you're not playing modern in it. Yeah. Yeah. Just get you your know, team dynamics down. Some, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I um, am editing the Enter the Battlefield piece on the team from the Netherlands. Oh, nice. And uh, it was wonderful to kind of get to meet them. They don't know me, but I know them. That's really creepy. Uh. <laughs> but uh, they talked a little bit about their team dy dynamic, and they all, like, really respect each other and have a super fun time playing Magic together. And they just look like they're all, like, great friends and have fun playing the game. And I'm like... That is so essential, you know, and it's going to be such a, a leg up over the competition that a lot of times people play together in this tournament don't necessarily know each other that Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So we've got Daniel Becerra, Marcelino Freeman, and Dagoberta Silva. Yeah, Marcelino's the uh, national captain. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, so their decks in modern were Grixis Shadow. All right. Boggles. <gasps> yes. Oh, my and God. KCI. <laughs> Wow. That's the price you need to pay, Maria. To have a KCI partner? No, to have a Boggles deck in the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Is that it has to come with KCI. I love this combo. Shadow. I love this combo. There is nothing that 
any of them are playing that the other person wants even remotely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Which is trouble in Team Unified Modern as you cannot share cards across your deck. So like I can't have, you know, two paths and somebody else's two paths. No, right. no, no. I've got to have them all. And they all yeah, have all to have none. All the decks are siloed. So if there's even one copy of a card in it, it can't go into the other two decks. Right. Yeah. And, wow. and some and we've run across this, Megan and I, when we go to modern team events sometimes and, you know, our third partner, and we're like, what are we going to do? Because Maria's going to be a hog and want all the path to exiles. You know, it's true. It's not just that you want all the path to exiles. Is that like you're like, I want boggles and this is what I'm playing and there's no negotiating by, with by, you. By the way, speaking of your team trios partner. Yes, Athena. Yeah. Huge shout out to Athena. Right. Absolutely. You know, she made another day, too. And she's like. You know, yep, ticking another. off all the formats. Do you know what? We, I, I've said this before. I said this months ago at this point. Honestly, maybe like a year oh, ago yeah. when Athena made yet another day two. And I was like, Maria, I think that if Athena practiced, she could be one of the best players. Because Absolutely. she doesn't, she doesn't put in a lot of practice right. for these She's events. Just natural. And I, like, she top, she not, she day twos every single one that she plays. She um, has now day two'd in every single format. That's yes. an individual format. And she said, she did say the last one she, she wants. Us out. Is yeah, a she team did. Event. You, guys were, you guys were put on notice. But yeah, the we thing were. is, we've been so far away from this ever happening. We it's haven't true. been close. We've even. never been close. <laughs> but obviously, Maria. The, um, oops, sorry. That's okay. The, Maria, the bad thing is, is that we are obviously the weak link. Oh yeah, that is. You know what? I accept that. That's okay. You got to play with people better than you. It's right? true. That's that everyone That's true. says time and time again. About That's magic. true. So this is us putting Athena on notice of just like, I want to see her put in a lot of practice and just, yeah. you know, go and carry and the two of you across the finish line. Carry our heavy carcasses across the line today to please. I want you to gather up some sticks, find some vines, <laughs> lash them together, yeah. form some sort of carriage and drag us, drag us into day, day two. two. <sighs> yeah. Because she's she's so good. I well, mean, if either of you are unavailable, I'll happily let her drag me into. Oh, danger. okay, okay. There well, you go. we'll have to look at that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Our third piece of news is really just a quick PSA because we're going to talk about this more later in the show. The World Magic Cup is coming up this weekend. That's right. So that's why we're here. That's why we're here in Spain. We're not just hanging out. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but yeah. we're we came a little early so we could hang out and so that we could adjust our body clocks to. Uh, the new time zone, because that is always pretty tough, especially when you're meant to be working and doing a good job for like 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Um, But BDM, what is the format of the World Magic Cup? Uh, It's Team Unified Standard and then uh, Guilds of Ravnica Team Sealed. So those are going to be the two formats. Sweet. So how do you get to come to the World Magic Cup? Because it's an event unlike any other. Yeah, absolutely. So the top pro point finisher from each country that has... Uh, a certain amount of tournaments that get run a year and therefore are qualified to send a team to the World Magic Cup. I think there's, I want to say 73 countries this year. It might be, it's somewhere between 71 and 73. Okay. I don't remember the exact number. Um, but so the top pro point finisher becomes uh, the captain. Yep. Then there's a national championship. And at the national championship, uh, a champion is crowned and a the second place finisher. Second place second finisher. Place and so <laughs> the um, least the, yeah the unchampion you know, the, the, the unchampion is perfect can we refer to people as the, the unchampion this weekend oh, and yes. you're the unchampion yeah. of the netherlands that's the team captain <laughs> 
There's the team captain, the national champion, and then, of course, the unchampion. <laughs> Otherwise known as you when you're interviewing them. I mean, And you n- <laughs> name here. Yeah. Okay. So that's coming up. It starts on Friday. And then the, the I was almost going to say top eight. But the top four will be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it'll be super fun. We get to see limited, uh, sealed Team Sealed, which I think is super fun. I love it. And then Standard, which everybody loves right now. So we're going to get to watch that. It's also a little that. bittersweet, though. It is. We'll get into it, though. We'll talk about that later. Not now. Teaser, not, not a spoiler. Now. <laughs> <laughs> not now, BDF. Let's talk about that Magic Esports stuff. Yeah. I thought we already did a lot, but we did. But we're that's going, my fault. I'm sorry. We're going that's okay. deeper. That's we're going okay. deeper. What do all we right. all think about the news that hit that we had talked about earlier? Megan, go. You what know, were your reactions? What were my reactions? Well, you know, there have been like hints of it happening for a while now of like, you know, a big announcements coming and that sort of stuff. So I feel like mentally I was prepared. Yeah. To be like, whatever happens, happens. And now it happened and I'm like. Yeah. Pretty zen. I'm very, yeah. I'm feeling like very even keeled about the whole situation. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm like wildly excited just because I'm not a person who watches a ton of streaming, honestly. Um, The streams that I'm most likely to watch are the ones where I know people and I really like, um, you know, they're like people that I think are great um, and really engaging and fun to watch or like I've met them. And so it feels like a personal connection. It's like, oh, I'm going to watch my friend stream magic. Um, so in that kind of arena for me, I'm just sort of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it. And that's <laughs> a big question for a lot of people too is, so with the creation of the Magic Pro League, we don't know who the top 32 players are that they've chosen for this. We don't really mm-hmm. know how they chose them. We don't know if they just went literally down the list of the top yeah. 32 players and said, here, do you want to sign a contract? We don't know who of those top 32 or however they selected the 32 said, you know what? No, I'm not interested. And so isn't involved. We don't know how they're going to use them other than the fact that uh, they're going to be playing in the mythic championships. Um, But if, as you say, like, you know, potentially they're doing streams with these people and they're battling against each other, potentially, I'm just kind of extrapolating in my head how, you know, what this might mean. Um, Well, I mean, I'm assuming all of that based on just pro league, right? Like they're going to be doing something. Yeah, that's (laughs) the name itself. Uh, here's a a hope that i have for it okay um i hope that there's like a cool we've talked some about this we don't know what the pro league means yet um i would love to see something kind of like some of the super leagues have been in the past where it's like different challenges to their deck building where it's like any given weekend if it's just them like playing standard against each other for rankings that's not something that i would be super thrilled to watch but if they actually have like a league structure to it where it's like different kinds of challenges or different kinds of formats where it's like oh who's going to be like we're going to talk later about singleton which we love and if it's like okay which one of these pros in the pro league is going to be your singleton champion of this season who's going to be the standard champion who's going to be whatever you know formats they come up with i would love to see that did you did you play in the Cascade events at all? Megan did. Yeah, I did. I thought they were awesome. It was a lot of fun. I have to say, I felt eventually I just was only running into the mono red deck, which yeah, that was made my me fault. So partially, mad. I did that, <laughs> but it was a fun deck to play in that. Exactly. Um, but I would love to see something like that too. Unusual like, formats, like where it's not as um, rigidly tied towards playing if 
the, you know, again, people are getting paid to be in the pro league. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe, maybe that means that they're not dependent on completely min maxing exactly. their decks. So you don't get a situation like we just had at the world championship. World championship was a great event. Right. But it would have been great to see people go, Oh, you know what? I'm going to bring a cool deck because, yeah. Yeah. you know, this great showcase for me. But magic. on the same, on the other side of the coin, like, are you, is, does it matter to you if there's no uh, cash stakes for these players? I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think I just, that I would way more appreciate it if it's like they leave, they leave that aspect for the mythic championship where it's like, this is where you're jockeying sure. for that position because I, if it's the same 32 players, it's not going to be exciting for me to watch them do the same thing every weekend where they're oh, all sure. just like for you sure. said, min maxing themselves and playing the same thing. And I think the way that you do that is like they're, you, they know that they're, they're getting paid for this already. Um, like you get a salary, you're going to stream. It's and 75k, so right? I don't remember. Yeah, that's what it said in the release. And so it's like, release. You, here's your salary. Like, go actually do something exciting and interesting and different as opposed to just grinding the same or, I mean, events. this is going to sound like a burn, but I don't mean it to be. You know, or it doesn't have to be necessarily exciting and interesting, but it could be just show us who you are. Yeah. Right? Like Through your choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, what would you play, right? Like, we see a handful of players do that, right? Shaheen yeah. Serrani always plays a control deck. Craig Wesco always plays I love like, it. a white weenie deck, right? Yeah. But, like, it would be really great to see what... Seth Manfield would play if he could play if anything. he's just unchained from having to be absolutely on top and grinding out every last little grain of advantage he can he can grind out right like we saw a lot of emotion from Seth at the Hall of Fame ceremony there's obviously you know some 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 real um depths that we haven't plumbed on him uh, normally play match, and I, I would like to see what those are, and I and I do feel like one of the truly great things about Magic is the ability to have some sense of personal expression. You certainly know this very well, you know, in terms of like finding a deck that you identify with very deeply. Absolutely. Right? And I would love to find out what those decks some of these players identify with very deeply other than this is the best that I am going to play it this week because yeah. I found the two perfect sideboard cards for the exact meta game I predict. Right. Like I would just like to see these players kind of slugging it out and having fun and like almost like an extension of like kitchen table magic, but played at the highest level. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, that's that's something that we could see, question mark. But who knows? Don't know. Who knows? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this means for the futures of Grand Prix being yep. covered. I personally love watching Grand Prix coverage when I'm not working it. Um, maybe that's still going to happen. Maybe it's not. Don't know. Maybe the Pro League will be more exciting to watch. Don't know. <laughs> but um, I do like the variety you get, certainly at a Grand Prix, which yeah. with the thousands of people playing, and the d deck variety, which you inevitably find, um, especially... When you go out looking for it, like in Good Morning Magic. Yeah, Good Morning Magic. The beginning of day two of a constructed Grand Prix is some of my favorite rounds of magic. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I love that stuff. And, you know... But here's my question. Yeah. So we like those because you get to see a lot of innovation and you got you get to see a lot of weird decks, right? What if the alternative is you turn on the Pro League and you get to see those same strange innovative decks? That would be awesome. Yeah, and it's being that's... played by the best players. Because sometimes, and here's the truth, is sometimes we put those people on and it's... Twitch chat is the worst place on the planet. Um, it might not be from this planet. It might be a circle of hell. <laughs> and we're just, Twitch chat and we're just like peering into it. Uh, um, you know, like it opens up a tiny vortex and we, we look in. That's where it comes from. Anyways. But like people, 
people sometimes have valid complaints about the people who are playing the decks and their skill level. Sure. And, and so and you certainly know. the players who also sometimes are in the feature match area in the first few rounds of a GP yeah. who, who are not up to the level of uh, play polish yeah. that our top pros are up to. I mean, I will raise my hand and put myself into that category. I've Say, been on oh, camera and, oh, gosh, and misplayed yeah. like a fool several times. I, I've been on, you know, it's like if, if, any of us play in a GP, right? <laughs> we're going to be, and there's, and there's video coverage. We're going to be prime candidates for early round coverage. And it's, you know, I am, I am not going to play as optimally as Seth Manfield. I oh, will goodness. admit this. Well, yeah. my big confession. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. Oh, we we already talked about Twitch this. chat. You didn't hear it here first. <laughs> you know, true. I am excited though, to see some competitive events showcased on arena because yeah. You know, a lot of people's complaints with coverage of Paper Magic, which, by the, you know, is, is not going away, according right. to Wizards and several sources there. Um, you know, Aaron Forsyth tweeted out, Paper Magic is never dying. I won't let it happen. Not on my sure. watch. Anyway, so it'll be really exciting to see it there because a lot of people say it's really hard to understand if you're not super familiar with the format. You can't read the cards. There's no, like, super good overlay to be able to help you with that. But Arena is much more... You know, it's the cards are large. You can see what they do. Commentators mm -hmm. can hover over them to make them even bigger. If you're using, if the streamer's using the deck master yeah. tool, which is fantastic, players watching, like anyone at home watching, can hover over Absolutely. cards and see what they do. So I, I just am excited to see that happen. I think even more important than that, I mean, uh, Maria, you can speak to this as someone doing play by play. Sometimes <laughs> a player will do something in a match. And, you know, it's two players and they'll shortcut something and you're like, I don't know what's on the stack here or what it's pointing oh, yeah. to. And that ability to illustrate, I mean, this was the big deal about Hearthstone, right? Like when Hearthstone came on the scene, Hearthstone was so good, not because it was a better game, but because it had a better user interface than Magic Online. Oh, yeah. This is really what it came down to. I was, in fact, oh, Hearthstone. You know, and you can play you it on your phone. You can't off the floor, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Heart, heart, well, Hearthstone was a game designed by a user interface team. Absolutely, it was, it yeah. Was, it was designed it was made to play from your that phone. perspective of how do we you know, do something like Magic but make it. And so that ability to see where things are going, that visual representation it is so important because magic is such. What's the cursing policy? Uh, you, not, no cursing. Make no one cursing. up. Make one Fricking up. Fricking complicated <laughs> game. Um, flicking, and then you could just yeah. like, there you go. Then you could there just you curl go. the font <laughs> badly. Um, that that it's so hard to see what's going on when you're watching a game of paper magic, and. Uh, you know, arena is going to be amazing for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of this of this past standard GP that um, we had a Jessica control deck win, and we had a stack <laughs> that was like ten oh. things high, and I was just like, yeah. "Where are we?" That in this was stack? glorious. Yeah, I was terrified though. You know, it's so funny that you say that because I, that's Adrian Sullivan uh, winning Grand Prix Milwaukee. Um, we we had like ten items easy on the stack, including multiple copies of spells, and I'm like trying to figure right. out what that would look like on arena. Like I haven't had a stack that crazy that yet on deep. arena. It's that true. deep. And it's like, I don't know how to maintain priority at all yet on arena. So yeah. I'm really scared. <laughs> Hold there control. Been times when sometimes like something resolves and I'm like, I did not mean for that to happen. <laughs> there was a time when I accidentally countered my own spell on top of my opponent's spell. Oh no. And I was like, Oh, 
That's not what about what I did last night. I played Expansion Explosion and I was going to have my deal eight to my opponent and draw eight cards. And I accidentally had them do both of those things. Did did either of those things kill them? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) They were not dead. They were not dead. Nor were they ever going to deck themselves before the game was over. It was bad. It was very painful. But um, yeah, there's also going to be bigger prize purse entering into this, um, which is cool. Um, really incentivize people to watch and like yeah. people to play for the money. But we sort of, we touched on one of the things, um, which is the continuation of paper magic, Yeah, which I've seen a lot of speculation about online, which I, as you, many people may have noticed, I barely go on Twitter. Um, <laughs> most of the time people know it's mostly Maria tweeting from our account. And it's because <laughs> Twitter like Twitch chat, I believe to be one of the circles of hell. We, we, found two of them. we found two of exactly. them. Exactly. We're merely dipping a toe. Uh, Friendster used to be a circle of hell. It's gone now. Yes, exactly. well, I, never, I never use that. Yes. But we've created like several others in its place. Yeah. I um, can tell you how long it takes Megan, how often Megan goes on Twitter because there was some like food conversation about M- MTG chefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. was like, who's your, and so a bunch of people had tagged me and tagged uh, Dave Williams appropriately and yeah. some other people. And I, and, you know, we were talking about some cooking battle and I was like, by the way, you know, seek sleeper agent here. <laughs> it's make true. The yeah, yeah. Thank right? you for looking out for me. People don't know. And uh, but then it took her three weeks to like the tweet. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Great. It's not even on my phone. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, anyways, I put it on there for events like this when I have to use it. Yeah. Point is, one of the things that I went on there uh, is like I can't stand when people get hysterical about things not knowing any facts because i got on there sometime after this announcement to make a dumb tweet about almonds great great (laughs) which i stand by which was just saying almonds are delicious i love so much about almonds i love them more than the next person i love almond croissants that's a big claim um but we should just stop growing them anyways (laughs) i saw that tweet Thank you. Anyway, so I get on there to make my dumb tweet about almonds, but it's around the same time as the esports announcement. Uh-oh. And I just see all like people getting people who are just like, in a year, paper magic will be dead calling it now. And I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because it would be so it would be so inconceivable to end paper magic. It would be like, I don't under like if you think that they would do that. I think you fundamentally misunderstand the game of magic and how most people are playing it, which is most people are playing it at home with their commander decks sitting at the kitchen table or there will be a lot of people who play arena too, with their but friends. exactly that doesn't, they're not mutually exclusive. Arena does not replace sitting with your best friend or sitting with your partner or yeah. sitting with whomever and playing that game. And you know what arena does? If you bring in, millions of new magic users it Is creates it millions of new sells. people who are likely to go sells. into a store exactly to play magic with their yes. friends they're like oh wait you play arena too oh let's go yeah. to ye olde comic shoppy <laughs> s-h-o-p-p-e obviously uh and, and play uh friday night magic together yeah guess what if if you can sell a new product to people that then turns them around and sells them the same product in paper. You've you're going to do that. You've done it you're twice. You're going to do that thing. So this is just like my PSA to anyone out there who is like stressing out or reading Twitter and taking in the hot takes <laughs> from the circle of hell that Twitter is uh, and was worried about it. This is just me here being like, don't worry. Paper, I believe that 
paper magic Me has and, a I, long I, life ahead of it. I would have never started playing magic if it was o- online only. Exactly. It would not have happened. That's how, like, friends don't teach friends on arena. Friends. <laughs> Sounds like a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's the friends, community. Friends it's going down to F and M. Exactly. They're like, hey, here's a set of decks. You and I will sit down and play these. It's supplementary to Paradoxically, me. Paradoxically, I think that not having to have your friend teach you how to play magic mm-hmm. is super important to the boom. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So when magic experienced its last most recent boom, that yeah. was around the release of duels. Yeah. And a big, tremendous part of that was not having to be condescended to or <laughs> How was demolished your by yeah, your mentor true. when you true. play magic, right? That's the two things. Like you play someone magic for the first time and either you let them win yeah. or you smash them, right? And like finding that balance is really difficult. And also giving that person enough repetitions to play is also really challenging, right? Yep. Your time, you know, paper magic takes a long time to play. And to get enough reps to feel like you know what's going on, it's it's not a good experience, you know, for the teacher or for the student. Yeah. To That's really why we get it across. said that it was such a good experience for us because we learned to play each other. Sure. And so yeah. that was how well, you we guys, dodged you guys that were bullet. on the same play, you were yes. on the same level yeah. coming into it. So you're you're kind of ping pong. That's how I learned how to play, you know, when magic came out, right, with my friends. And so it was that same experience. But now when you have an unlevel playing field, it's it's really it's not ideal. I mean, there are people who are yeah. obviously great teachers and there are people who are even better students, and but that's just not how it works. And duels was the first opportunity people had to have a solitaire learning experience with yeah. magic and that they could do it as many times as they wanted. They could, you know, just lose without any fear of anyone making fun of them. You know, no, I mean, that's important. That if you your could just friend lose and lose makes and lose. fun of you for losing games of magic, that's not a Even friend. Even if they <laughs> don't make fun of you, though, like, some people are just going to be embarrassed yeah. to, like, not know what's going on ever. Yeah, and I think, to be fair, like, we, when we learned, I ended up playing a lot of duels. But for me, it still was the experience of being someone handing me paper decks to teach me. And then duels was the place where I went to get better. Right. So arena is still being a place that's out there for people to go and get better at the game. And once and it's just, been like, here's your introduction. Right. To get as many reps as possible exactly. without having to yeah, worry yeah. about inconveniencing someone yeah. or embarrassing yourself. Maria or... and I inconvenienced a lot of people. Yes. During <laughs> yes. our days of learning. It was key for us. Yes. We except went to that, parties except and that brought learning, magic decks. We except did. Except that your learning has been like so beneficial to so many people uh, since you guys started doing it. I mean, honestly, I think it's amazing. So, I mean, it's a really special thing that you guys did and that you shared that process with people. I have so much respect for what you guys did. So, I, you know, I just, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get mushy here, but I mean, it's true. I mean, it's really special. Get out of here with that I'm sentimentality. Sorry. Now I just want to start the mush train on BD. <laughs> Don't go on a that, mush train. That phrase is <laughs> the most. <laughs> what did I say? I don't think you can, in good conscience, put that on a podcast. That's meant for people of all ages. <laughs> mind of its own i have two wow. two brains a head brain and a mouth brain you know what i mean 
Your mouth brain is always dirty, though. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, so I guess my, my, like to wrap this up question is, do we feel optimistic about these changes? And what do we most want to know about the future? Uh, I, I'm optimistic about putting more energy and resources into esports, into um, finding a way, you know, Wizards certainly leverages those top players and finding a way to compensate them for that uh, fairly and, you know, hopefully sustainably is got to be a good thing for the game, you know. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, I, I think my, my big qualm about all of this is just how many open questions there are. Yeah. Um, not, not even just personally, right? Because, you know, we have a lot of uncertainty going into next year. We just don't know stuff. But, um, but just like, just what, what all these things mean. I mean, I'm certainly, I have some, some, some qualms about, you know, like the, the name, the pro tour, like Raph Levy was about to play in his hundredth pro tour in Cleveland. So what is he playing in? You know, he's playing in his hundredth. I think you can call. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you ever dealt with magic brand? Have you ever tried to wear an off-brand logo? Okay, that's logo? true. But, I, but what I mean... <laughs> that, you, that is not the correct orange for the magic logo, Maria. I, what I'm saying is he's... The, the peop, not he, not to be negative, but it's a little pedantic. Like, it still is the same thing. He's I, playing I in his 100th whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay, Megan? Um, I'm optimistic, yes. I think, to be 100% honest, I think that this is a direction that magic has to go to continue to compete um, while, like, you know, and while, while I don't watch other esports and I don't really care, um, so part of me hopes that it stays true to its roots, you know, and I think in a lot of ways it will, like, it's still the game that it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think that it's a, a change, um, that's important to making sure that magic continues to have the resources that it needs to grow and to reach people and to make new fantastic sets and that sort of thing. Um, if I have a qualm, it's that, and we've talked to some people about this, about trying to make sure that as they develop this big arm that's all about streaming, um, is that they continue to think about the culture that they're cultivating in the game. Because we've put in a lot of work in oh, the yeah. last five years um, about making magic a more inclusive place. And part of me worries that we've already seen some signs that in order to get into this universe of streaming more heavily they're willing to just make concessions about the ways that people talk um and the kinds of people like the you know the points of view of the people that they employ uh and so i i hope that they start to put thought into what do we want the culture of magic online to look like um and we've talked about it before stuff like being like hey if if a player is salaried to stream for you you can say things like "we create a an uh, inclusive environment" an by using environment. an ensconced environment <laughs> by using them to refer or they to refer to unknown players. But I, I think having a contract yeah. does allow for that. And that's what I'm saying is yeah. that I hope my worry is that no one has thought about that, and that in two years, like we'll look at Magic Online culture and be like, "Oh my goodness, it's it's difficult, and it's become less inclusive because we went through this phase of ex like." And expansion and explosion exactly we went through this phase of expansion and we targeted the wrong person yeah well we were just like <laughs> 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 
Oh, perfect. It's so true. Perfect. So that's like, again, and I know we just keep saying this, but it, it is my biggest worry is that like, I hope that we think about make continuing to make it inclusive, even as we try to expand, because if you're expanding at the price of pushing people out, like pushing people like women out or people who are non-binary, um, stuff like that, like, why are you doing it? <laughs> So that's there's usually there's my for two money. Cents. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I too, I too am optimistic. But you know what? So many women will play magic if I you agree. show them it's a place I for agree. them. I agree. Guess what? You can by double. By, you can double your potential pool of players. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> I think I agree. You know, this is this is the direction we need to go. Probably even a couple of years ago with Magic, yeah. but we didn't have Arena then. So now we do. We have a fantastic product that looks excellent. We'll be good to watch. It's great to watch people stream it. Um, and it'll be great to watch it streamed in competitive environments, too. Um, I guess I, I want to know what's going to happen with people who have made gold and silver. Of course, their qualifications will carry over through 2019. They were told that. But I just hope that everything that they've earned as far as travel rewards and that kind of stuff can get reimbursed to them, um, even if they can't use it under the new system. Right. I mean, to yeah. me, you're making this investment in 32 players this year, right, who are going to be part of this Magic Pro League. And assuming you're making that investment, you don't want to waste that investment, right? You yeah. want those 32 players to maybe, you know, come back next year. How do you do that? And I'm that? talking about the people who aren't in the well, 32. That's, that I am as well. Oh, because, okay. you know, if you're bringing those players along and you want you want to build their brands and build their audiences and, you know, they're all members of this league, well, how, how then do you bring in a substantial number of new players and how do you um, how do you deal with the loss, you know, the inventory loss of then, you know, these people that you've invested all this time and energy in going away is, and then maybe that's just perfectly acceptable, right? People get relegated in esports leagues all the time. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's just fine, but you know, it feels a little weird to me, you yeah. know, I'm certainly, uh, you know, that if you're going to pay people a, a salary that implies that you're going to continue to pay it. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't know what happens to these people. I don't people. know. People who have worked on at-will contracts before know. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to these players if they, like, really stink at Magic for a year and they're the 32, then they're yeah. just out of luck? Bye. Pew. Yeah, I don't know. But, I but, guess, to be fair, we, we do keep talking about that because it does stink. But I made a joke about at-will contracts, but it's like when I got laid off from my last job... It was, they brought me in that day and I'd been working there for three years and they're just like, now you don't. Yeah. As of today. Um, so I guess part of me is just like, I I wish that that weren't the tenor of working. Um, but you're like, companies. that's life. But honestly, when people are like, where are you finding more job security? Because I'm saying I worked in an office, you know, in an industry sure. for three years. Um and I didn't, at the end of the day, I didn't have any more security than that. <laughs> right. well, and, and assuming that these players have a spotlight for a year uh, through the MPL, then they can, yeah. they can also build their own brands and they oh, can, so true. Uh, and they can build their own sort of streaming audience. And at the end of the day, uh, if you've been streaming for a year, you, maybe you, you should get, be good at exactly it. Like yeah. You're out, but you have people who've been watching you. Maybe you can go to other companies now and be like, Hey, right. I'm not top 32, but I'll stream every week. If you, if, yeah, and that's right. you want your brand on there. Cool. Yeah. 
And then you know what you did, Megan? What? You had a podcast. It's true. (laughs) And that's the story of how Good Luck High Five became full time. (laughs) Do you know what? It was two days before my birthday, too. Oh, yeah. I got laid off two Mm -hmm. days before my birthday. Out of the blue. It was a bad day. (laughs) I had a comic book canceled the day I was leaving for a cruise. No. Worst cruise. That was the worst. True sadness. Hey, if you've been watching the video version of this podcast, you know that sitting at the table here in our hotel room in Barcelona is this can of Pringles cheese and onion. And this can, because it's unique, okay? This can of Pringles is... is not as good as the deck boxes you'll find at Ultra Pro. And that's really saying something? <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I was trying to do a nice I know, segue. But like looking at Pivot and Bridge. Pivot I was and trying bridge. to pivot and bridge here. Uh, anyways, just looking at this, I'm like, this does not look promising because the photo is of a wedge of Swiss cheese standing on top of like a little circus thing right like the things that elephants yeah. balance on yeah and then above it is like a little halo of a of a raw onion ring gross which is just not what i want megan this was eat. the least offensive pringles flavor that i found the others were uh what was it uh ketchup you can get pr- ketchup Ooh, pringles here i'm into it and also uh hamon flavor oh, that pringles. sounds good that one sounds good gosh darn it you guys cheese and onion is my favorite chips you don't think that a ham <laughs> a ham pringle sounds appetizing no why I would don't. i say it like that or you should say hamon yeah if you say if you call it hamon okay hamon anyway this is a long way to say that i like ultra poles deck boxes <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we really, we're known sometimes for our tangents, and even this time, our plug for Ultra Pro became just a tangent into what kind of Pringles look good. Do you know what? I would never look at an Ultra Pro product with the level of skepticism that I've looked at this can of Pringles. There you go. Nice save. That's your endorsement. You you save that like Ultra Pro saves your cards. You know, if you're eating Pringles while you play, consider using Ultra Pro sleeves. Eclipse sleeves on your cards to not damage them with Pringles dust. All right, let's talk about the World Magic Cup coming up this weekend. So we told you how you qualify. We told Mm -hmm. you what the formats are. Let's all pick a winner right now. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, snap. Let's start with Megan. I uh, and work our way I this way. I keep starting, though. I just start with what... <laughs> how I was feeling with the announcements before. Okay. I um, can start, because I no, have mine. I'm, oh. I'm, you're ready? Then go. I am ready. Yeah, I'm going to pick Team Netherlands, because... Yeah, because you just did that. I just did, I did their whole video, and they, they seem like a very strong team this year. Um, And, yeah, I'm in. Thomas Hendrickson, captain. Oh, uh, nice. So he's... Or, excuse me, Hendricks. Yeah. yeah. Really good player, and um, I'm gonna hit that buzzer. Boop. Of course, right. I always pull in for whales, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made top four last year. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, I, I can give you my pick. Okay, I'm gonna go with Team Germany. Ooh, wow. that's a great pick. Okay, uh, Mark Tobias, Christian Hawk. I I don't know who the unchampion is. I don't remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. It's happening. Uh, but uh, Germany is a team that's been in the mix. Uh, at the World Magic Cup, especially with Mark Tobias. 
Um, they were ninth. They like they missed oh. that cut last year. Um, really heartbreaking. Um, and it's just a team that you know really like rising European pros and someone who always has a great take on decks and Mark. And uh, I don't know. I just have a really good feeling about them this year, and I, I think they will be the last World Magic Cup champions. Oh, wow. Megan's quickly diving into some stats here. <laughs> I was just trying to remember um, if... Yeah, Autumn is on the team. I was thinking of Autumn is on... Uh, Autumn Burchett is on the English team. Yes. Yeah. And I think they were national champion again right yes. like they were back to back back to back was. yeah um and so like part of me do you know what like i'll go there we go Ooh, that. i'll go team, england i'll go team england nice yeah that's great yeah. autumn's a, a terrific player terrific deck builder yeah and if i needed someone to pick three decks across unified standard yeah. I don't I don't know that there's many people i would go to before autumn yeah what would we play let's say we're team podcast okay, okay. all right team podcast what are we playing in our, our at world magic cup unified standard decks yeah so wow. we can't share cards so this is getting a little tricky okay should we play the best decks should we do we have to make concessions like if somebody wants to play is it phoenix well then is somebody still going to play just sky control no and certain and is someone going to be able to play can you play mono red and just sky phoenix wow. or is it control that's, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Why is anyone playing mono red? Man, it's experimental frenzy. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, black green feels like okay, it's a pretty sure, good. Sure. That's and it's, safe. It stands by itself. White red, like the Boros, Boros token deck. So you Boros angels or, Bo- or Boros yeah. tokens. or Boros tokens. So you okay. do have access to experimental frenzy, which is such a That's powerful true. card. And I don't think you want to leave that card on the bench in your yeah. lineup. So. But what are you playing in the third slot? Well, you can play Phoenix and you can play Phoenix and Boros. All right, you're just gonna have to concede on Lava Coil, but that's. But maybe you you don't have to have Lava Coil in your Boros deck. Yeah. Oh, I suppose we're playing the aggressive version. Yeah. 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 We're. we're, Yeah. We're 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 gonna play. uh, We can play tokens. We can play. You know, uh, very we'll similar play to Conclave Tribunals. Yeah. As your removal. Yeah. Yeah. Spell. Exactly. That okay. Okay. Maybe better than Lava Coil. All right. I Who's guess playing I was, which deck. Ooh. Well, I'm obviously playing Boros. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I would. I, I've got a lot of experience playing the black green deck. Perfect. I get Phoenix. <gasps> you get Phoenix. You get Phoenix. Oh yes, Great. buddy. I'm gonna cast so many spells. Now that you talked this out, okay. that, This seems like the most likely combo. Do you know what would make? I think so. Arclight Phoenix deck great. Well, it's Vengevine? not. Our, it's not already treasure great. cruise. <laughs> <laughs> you want treasure cruise in any deck that plays? I really blue. do. Imagine if it wasn't banned in modern. That deck would be unbeatable. Wow, it would well, be I mean, so that good. deck was close to unbeatable. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Before Arclight Phoenix came around, they had to ban treasure cruise because it was too good already. Sweet, oh, I like our decks. Cruise. Yeah, same. I Boros Angels is my favorite deck to play, yeah. but um, it's slightly. I don't know. I guess you could still do that, but you um, could do that. But I, th- I think you, I think you might want just a just a, a lot of ta- one. a lot of times. What teams will do with their best player is some pick an aggro deck, so they can help that, the other give two. Give it to that player in the middle seat, so that they can sort of play and be done early, and then be able to help the other two players. Yeah. So we might you might see something like that. I think I think you certainly want to have at least one you know really aggressive deck i mean i yeah. guess the arclight phoenix deck is somewhat aggressive but it yeah. can it can play a slower grindier game too 
And, you know, we talked about uh, how this tournament is, you know, our favorite tournament. And we've said a couple of times, this is the last one. So something that we didn't mention in the arena news stuff is that there have been some cuts. And one of them is there's no more World Magic Cup and there's no more Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, I honestly, I'm... I'm apprehensive about that going into this weekend. I kind of, yeah. of, of all the things that they said, we'll, uh, we'll follow up with another announcement. I kind of wish they'd uh, held off on this one. It is because, sad. Because, you know, there's a lot it's of like players. It's like right before it. Yeah, there's a lot of players playing, you know, getting on the cruise this weekend and just found out their book is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, for, for certain parts of the world, for players all around the world, this is their pro tour. The, the, you know, they spend the entire year trying to make sure they're able to play at nationals. Um, they they chase after Grand Prix and, you know, whatever opportunities they have to get to the Pro Tour so that they can be the national captain at the World Magic Cup, you know, and uh, all in the hopes of maybe chasing some Pro Tour invites and some opportunities, you know. So it's it's really bittersweet this weekend because... Um, this is this is the pro tour scene for a lot of players, yeah. you know, in those 73 countries around the world. You know, if you're in the United States, whatever, you know, like maybe nationals is an inconvenience for you as a pro, right? Like, oh, okay, well, I don't really want to play magic this weekend, but I kind of like to be on the national team. You know <laughs> what I mean? But like I play yeah. magic every other weekend, so maybe I'd see my family or something. But um but if you're, you know, in Estonia or you're in Macedonia or you're in Guatemala or, you know, the Dominican Republic, you, you just don't have access to the same or South, any country in South America. You know, you just don't have access to the same movement within the pro community. Because I actually have a super, like a super sweet story about a part of that, which is that at one of the GP Minneapolis's, and this is a, a while back now, oh, the one yeah. that we did well at, mm -hmm. which was in like 2016, 2015, something like that. Um, it was day two. It's like one of my first day twos of an event of all time. And early on in the day, I, I get beaten by a very nice player um, who, who I don't really, I don't know him at all. Um, but it's nice. And it's like, you know, the loss that I pick up on that day, et cetera. Uh, and I'm like, that's, you know, it's fine. And then I, he comes back and he finds me at the end of the day. And he's like, I didn't say this at the time, but like when I, like I won that match and this event now got me, like because of that win, I got enough points at this event to become the Dominican national champion or like the Dominican ca uh, captain. captain, I mean. Um, and like now I like, that's like a friendship that I have now because of that, where it's like every time that I still see him at events, we still like wave to each other or I ask him how he's doing, or he comes and says hi to me. And it's really, it's like, it's a sweet, it's a sweet story. It's, it's like a nice feeling to see him at events and be like, we had that moment of connection where it's like, you beat me and it meant so much to you. Like he was so excited about it. I love the national pride that comes with the event and yeah. people dressing in their national dress or silly fun costumes like dragon onesies for whales last year. <laughs> oh, I think so that is good. so cool. And everyone is so happy to be there and they're just having a great time. The conviviality of the event, I think, is something that a lot of people will point to when they're talking about the World Magic Cup, just being a place to go and have a great time playing magic in a really fun, unique format. Yeah. One of my favorite stories to come out of the World Magic Cup was a few years ago talking to um, the Serbian team and the Croatian team. And they play test together. And they'll get, often fly to the event together. 
and they'll rent a house and they'll play test together. They're all in their 20s, you know, young guys. Their parents, 20 years older than them, let's say, fought each other in a civil war, <laughs> right? In a, in a pretty yeah. violent conflict. You know, the, the, the Serbo-Croatian conflict was, was huge and it's still something that affects their parents very deeply to this day. And, uh, you know, you'll talk to some of these players and they're like, yeah, I'm going to this event and I'm going to, I'm going to be rooming with my Serbian friend and their parents will be like freaking out on them. Like, what are you doing? Don't wow. you know, don't you know that person wants to kill you? You know, like all these, like whatever. Maybe they want my life total to become zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they do in that sense. But, uh, but these players, you know, like travel across the border to each other's PTQs and they, uh, you know, and they, they prepare for these events together. And, and it, to me, it's, when I think of the World Magic Cup, I think of these people one generation removed from this really just one of the bloodiest, just most violent conflicts of our lifetime, uh, playing magic together and traveling around the world to do it. And it's, it's just amazing to me. It's something that I just love about this tournament so flicking much. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You know, and I'm just going to be really sad to see it go. It's worth pointing out, though, in 2011, yeah. Worlds was canceled. That's true. The World Team Championship was canceled. And I think, uh, you know, if you view this as maybe a reboot of OP, that I think Arena... OP being organized play. Organized play. play uh, Arena certainly lends itself to creating... Something. Regional yeah. and national and, you know... Uh, Pacific, you know, region events, you know, North American yeah. championship. So I, I think there's still hope that we'll see something I come certainly back hope out so. of this. I, it's That's so important to too. magic. I, I love it. Uh, I, I, if you go, I think it's on my on my website on Fetchland. Uh, one of the players wrote about it, actually. Wait, uh, wait you I have a website have a called Fetchland? You have a website called Fetchland? I do. What's the address? Fetchland.com. Fetchland. <laughs> wow. How did we not know this? I, I don't really promote it. I'm, I'm really lazy, Maria. Um, I was making cooking videos. I was making uh, YouTube cooking videos a few years ago. And uh, yeah. this was sort of the place where I was posting links to stuff and posting recipes. I just associated all of that with top eight games. Yeah, that's my Twitter feed. But I know. Yeah. And so I guess I part of me just had cataloged it. Anything you did in that? Wow. Fetchland.com. Fetchland.com. Yeah. You're going to get some hits. Yeah, we you have are. been making Fetchland happen since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Well, uh, we hope, you know, we're certainly very excited for the World Magic oh, Cup. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah. So we hope that you tune in this weekend um, to see an event that is just truly unlike any other magic event out there. And I really hope that when we talk about... What does the future of esports look like? What does the future of magic look like? I hope that it includes something like this um, in some capacity because it's it's unique and it's wonderful. And if you come, you won't be in the uh, whatever circle of hell Twitch chat is because it's yeah. going to be subscriber only. Well, there you go. You don't even have to. Or you Breaking can do news. what I do, which is where you just put it in theater mode and it's like the screen, you just get a bigger picture. There you go. Instead of having to Many watch options. any stranger's hot takes on what's happening. We know how we all feel about hot takes. I mean, oh. we, we personally love hot takes yeah, from I trusted love, associates. Yes, tr <laughs> trusted sources of hot takes are 10 out of 10. Hot takes from untrusted sources are a 0 out of 10. It, you know, and there's nothing in between. And we agree, cold takes are the worst. Oh, no. Cold takes, cold are, the takes worst. are so yesterday. Yeah.
called Singleton. That's right. It's a format on Magic Arena, much like Brawl. Uses standard for your cards. It's a 60-card yes. deck, only one copy of every card except for basic lands. But unlike Brawl, there's no general or commander. That's right. And um, I love it. We love it. It we is love great. It. It's honestly... I never thought I would choose a constructed format over an opportunity to, to draft at but any wow. point I have, in time. I have several and now times. I have same. I have I will sometimes get on and choose to play a singleton event over drafting. Yes, exactly. You came into the hotel yesterday here in Barcelona. We yes. checked in and to keep myself awake, I was playing singleton and I played it even late into the night. Yeah. Um, because it's just so fun. Here's yeah. the test of a format. Yeah. On arena. If okay. you played overdraft? No. Oh. Did you crack cash in any rare or mythic wild cards? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. the test. You're right. That is the <laughs> test. And I did. And you know what? It's where honestly, my only question about it is like because sometimes it's running and sometimes it's not. Ugh. And part of me just wants them to be like Put make it, it all the time. Make it an all the time format. I tweeted this because the other day. I would cash in all of my mythics and rares to make the best possible versions of my singleton decks if I could just know that I could play it all the time. People were arguing the point of, which I think is a fair point, which was if it's there all the time, then it loses itself being special and you won't be attra as attracted to it. And I, I, you know, I see your point, but it's hooey. I would still play <laughs> yes. this all it the is, time. It is I respect hooey. your point, but it is hooey. But exactly. If <laughs> you need liner notes for this show. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, that's, yes. it, I love it so much. I would play it constantly. I, I would marry it. I would marry put a ring saying. on this format. We like it enough to see it all the time. Yes. And what <laughs> is go. that if not there the you foundations go. of marriage? <laughs> it's so, the reason we love it, let's get into that a little bit, is yeah. because you don't need to have four of Yes. Your mythics or anything like that. So for beginners, it's great. It's so true. You only need to have one copy of that hard yeah. to obtain card. So if it's like, oh, I want to put a Lyra in my deck. I have one. Great. Exactly. Or it's like, oh, I only need to cash in this one mythic yeah. to get it. I don't need, you know, like my deck can be complete without me investing four mythics in it. We can play around, a, like build it around a crazy kind of scheme or structure that we have for a deck. Yeah. It can be tribal. For instance, my dinosaurs deck is my favorite one. I also love my black, white, legendary one. I think that one's super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Megan, what's been your favorite? Oh, man. Uh, a couple of weeks ago when Maria and I streamed us playing <laughs> head to head. A singleton against each other. I, we made a deck that some people in chat affectionately called Biggles. Yeah. Which is Boggles, but big creatures. <laughs> Biggles. Because the only hex proofers, for the most part, in standard right now are like Vine Mare. Yeah. It's like the cheapest one at four so mana. it's like Vine Mare, the Turtle, yep. and Carnage Tyrant. Yep. Oh, no, the Turtle wasn't even in there. No, the Turtle wasn't because it wasn't blue. We should make it blue and put Ooh, the Turtle in. yeah. But there's like a couple of others that you wouldn't think of because you just have to type hex proof into the search <laughs> bar. Yeah, like Jade Light Rain. Jade no. Light Ranger? What That's am I thinking name. of? Um, the Jade Guardian. Jade Guardian is Jade in Guardian there. Jade Guardian is, yep. I'm thinking of the 2-2 two -two that makes a 1-1 one -one hexproof merfolk. Oh, yeah. Jungle Pioneer. Jungle Pioneer. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yep. Stuff so like that. Stuff like that. And then, like, on Sarah's wings. Yes. Get in the deck. Get in the My deck. My favorite way to lose a draft. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> 
And so it's like, what is this deck doing? Well, it's casting a Carnage Tyrant and then putting on Sarah's wings on and it. And you named the deck Maria's Jealous. So that's true. That was a great deck name because I was. <laughs> so honestly, that one is not of the. That's not one of the best caliber decks no, that I've made so but far. Who cares? But it is massively it's so entertaining. Fun. What colors is it? That it was one green, was white. green white. Okay. And I think it could honestly yeah, it be could, banned. It could be banned. Yeah. And this is another thing that I love about it is um, a lot of people, you know, it removes the complexity of having a commander or a general. Um, and it also, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, with only one copy of a card, there's only one card that I have to be worried about. Like yes. it already happened. They played their Settle the Wreckage. Great. Sure. Then yep. I have perfect information that they don't have another set of the wreckage. I know they already played one of their counter spells, so the chance of them having this ionize is a lot lower or whatever yeah. or whatever. I mean if they already played ionize, the chance of them having another one no. is zero. <laughs> I mean <laughs> settle the score and ionize and whatever hard counter yeah. you want. Uh disdainful stroke. So yeah, that's something else I love about it. It's is just having to, yeah. to have fewer permutations running through your brain of the way that your life can be made miserable. BDM, tell us your dream for a singleton deck. And we can help you make it happen because you were saying the drawback for you was there's so many decisions to make just while trying to make the deck. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean, I'm going to want to play so many different things yeah. and to find some sort of theme. I mean, I would love to build uh an enchantment deck, right? Like Seder yeah. Enchanter, right? Is that the name of yes, the deck? Yes, yeah. But but is are there, Seder is there... Enchanter was in Biggles. It was in Biggles. In Biggles nice. Yeah. Very nice. Of course uh, it was. I have a Kumano Brawl deck yeah. that I've built on Magic Online that I could certainly Kumana? Kumana, is it Kumana? Yeah, yes. Kumana Tyrant what is Aroska. it? Aroska, yeah. 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 And so I could certainly convert that you to, can do a, a, um, to a Merfolk. To a, to a, yeah. Make it with Tatiova also. Oh yeah, I get to put oh, Tatiova in that deck. Yeah, I love Tatiova, yeah. I have, you know, earlier you were saying you have a lot of experience with black green. I have a great black green deck right now that's just all about value town. Oh yeah. And you can maximize it. Like now I've played against some that are becoming more maximized for graveyard recursion. Yeah. That have like the three mana journey to eternity. Yeah. Oh journey yeah. yeah, yeah They're yeah. putting it on their carnage tyrant. Yes. Okay. No, they don't even put it on that. Like oh. you put it on something well, that you want what, to have die. Oh, what I if see you what put saying. it on your Golgari Fine Broker? Yeah. Oh, like shoot. Like you put it on Fine Broker <laughs> and then it flips into a land. Like I had someone bring back a ravenous chupacabra like twenty times because they had the um Nice. They had the green black one from uh, the current set from Guilds. Fine, fine finality. No, the the creature that lets you sack insects. What's her name? Oh, Izoni, the thousand. They had like Izoni, so they would like they could sack the ravenous chupacabra to draw a card, and then they just get it back with that land. <sighs> See, there's all these cool things. I've had more cool stuff happen in yes. Singleton than I think I have in any format in recent memory. This is because yeah. you don't play Commander. Okay, that's yeah, true. but this is the thing. I have so many objections to Commander. I'll play it one the on one. Hundred cards is a part of it. too. Hundred cards, number so one. Many cards. N- number two, I don't know what any of the cards people are playing. <laughs> number yes. three, I have to worry about stupid commanders all the time number four politics don't get at me <laughs> number five uh okay that's basically it so basically i would it. say like one of the things that we also love about it is that it lets you do like sillier things sure. yeah because it's, you're not just going to get like burned out by an act like a finely tuned aggro deck so quickly and i do pre- honestly prefer 1v1 that's just a yeah. personal sure. thing so and you also don't have that sense of resignation yeah. of like you play someone and you've beaten their carnage tyrant somehow you've just like three for one yourself yes. to kill their carnage tyrant 
and then they're just like carnage tyrant. And you're like, yes, right? You know what exactly. I mean? Like you, 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 you can really have this sense of victory yeah. in these small ways. Like you were talking yeah. about that idea of ticking these cards off. I, I love, I mean, I do love singleton play. I mean, I've played uh, Canadian Highlander. All right, I play sure, Commander. Yeah. We're going to get you set up All right. with a singleton deck on Arena. <laughs> okay. You, We're you play. can fall in love with this singleton format also. Is singleton going all weekend? Can we play this weekend in between rounds of the World I Magic think Cup? the clock is ticking down, and today <laughs> yes. it might be the last day. No. But it'll come back on Arena. Yeah. So if you build a singleton deck now, you'll have one for the next time it's live, which should, yeah. you know, be pretty soon. I mean, it wasn't that long between the no. last time it ran and no. this time can it I, ran. Can I, like, export my magic online deck to a text doc and then import so. it into I think that you can yeah yes yeah okay then i'll do that <laughs> oh okay great and then well, i'll put it solved your problem <laughs> perfect oh Tatiova needs to be in everything if you have a great singleton deck please send a tweet to us at glhf magic because tweet it with the hashtag i'm single <laughs> <laughs> You, you might get some uh, interesting replies yeah. if you're looking for you, someone. You guys should take like the top eight decks that people send you and battle them off against each <gasps> other. We wow. love doing singleton battle. Okay, but I'm so saying you should fun. make yeah. a bracket. Okay, like, you should pick Here's who you want to play it. Yes, you should pick. You send a deck for Megan or send a deck for Maria. Okay, and then they'll take their top four decks and they'll All fight right. them. I'm just gonna make them make more content because wow. they don't really yeah. make enough content. <laughs> oh God, wow. you can so you can send us. And you can either send us an already built deck or you can send us a pitch, like a finely tuned pitch. For a like deck. C sharp. Like a yeah. deck of a deck? Yes. <laughs> so, wait, so what are people saying? Is it either the, the list or oh, yes. an idea for one? Yes. And we're going to pick the hashtag I'm single. Okay, and we'll battle them in a stream once we get home from Barcelona, yeah. and we'll do a singleton challenge battle. Yeah, we will. Because That's awesome. th we, that was a great stream we had um, it was. the other day doing that. So If you weren't there for it, it was you, great. We had two cameras set up so you could see both of us yeah. <laughs> as we were playing each other yeah. in the challenges. And if you didn't watch it, you can check it out, youtube.com slash goodluckhighfive. It is up there. Yeah. Our singleton battle. All right. Yeah. What I love that? this idea. And um, if you're looking for a place to get started with those decks... You know, we should put our decks somewhere so people yeah. can find them because... How about factionally.com? You know, why not, why not factionally.com? That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Big thanks to Brian David Marshall for being our special guest. Thanks for having me. What's your takeaway from today? From um, this can of Pringles. <gasps> no! Please take it away. Our please, Pringles. please take it. No, no. Yeah, uh, it's awesome having you on the show. Um, should we all try one as part of the end of this? Yeah, we probably right. should. But just don't you crunch it into goodbye. the mic. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Once again, uh, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. If you can, it's patreon.com slash glhfmagic. And for as little... BDM's going to give it the nice close-up of the pack opening there. Yeah. For as little as like five bucks a month, you can support every episode at a buck twenty-five, and it means a lot to us. And you're going to get special bonuses, access to our awesome Discord channel, yeah. uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, and we're going to be offering more, more and more rewards for that in the future. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/glhfmagic. If you're not already uh, following us over on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, if you enjoy other board games too, you can also check out our other board game uh, channel where. Our friend Nicholas reviews 
excellent board games. And we've also got a list of the our top 10 games for you for the holidays. If you're going to a big family gathering, maybe with people who don't game as much, and you're looking for something that's going to be good for big groups, or maybe groups that have some kids in them, Ooh, or just stuff good. that you're going to have a really good time with, you know, passing some time with your family uh, for the holidays. So check that out also. Um, my verdict is this is a good Pringle. BM. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Solid Pringle. Now it's Megan's <laughs> turn to test the I like Pringle. cheddar and sour cream. Yeah, uh, I, I like that too. And so this kind of is in that. Have you ever eaten cheddar and sour cream chips with a banana? No. That's what I ate in college a lot. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> you should put it back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll give it this. It's fine. Yeah, All right. Which is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I got to say, they're a little gummy. They get a little gummy. Maybe you got to eat two at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they that's are Pringles that's how they the get day. you. Yeah. <laughs> So they get you. Anyway, tune into the World Magic Cup this weekend, twitch.tv slash magic, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to hang out with yeah. us. Um, and yeah, we'll be back in the States at some point. Yeah, we will. In the future. <laughs> maybe. Um, maybe, maybe not. On Twitter, we're I posting like pics. I mean, the food it's is good. great. We went to see Sagrada Familia today. It was beautiful. Which is was one of the most amazing experiences of yeah. my life. And um, yeah, we'll, we're posting pictures on our Twitter, so check that out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's this episode. Till next time, friends. Good luck. High five.